Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. We start with, speaking of a difficult economy, what if you're nearing retirement? Are you getting ready for retirement, the golden years? Have you saved enough gold for your retirement years? Brand new study out on this says most Canadians who are nearing retirement have not saved enough money to comfortably retire. Not even close. Got Rabina Ahmed Hawk standing by to discuss this. First, have a listen to this report. Global News reporter Sean Prevel. Canadians gearing up for retirement may have to make some adjustments to avoid a bumpy road ahead. A new report by Deloitte Canada found only 14% of near retirees, those between 55 and 64, are expected to be comfortable when they leave their jobs. But about 55% may have to make some lifestyle changes to avoid outliving their financial savings. Uh, they, they just haven't saved enough to be able to sustain their lifestyle, especially against the rising cost environment. Okay. Only 14% of Canadians who are nearing retirement age have saved enough money to live comfortably. They're going to have to adjust their expectations or lifestyle in retirement, or maybe just don't retire. Keep on working. I've heard from a lot of seniors who are doing that. Let's discuss it now with my guest, Rabina Ahmed Hawk. Rabina is a personal finance expert. Absolutely recommend her show for what it's worth on Global. Rabina, thank you for coming on today. Thank you for having me. Okay, this is a really interesting study here. It was done by Deloitte Canada, and looking at some of the analysis from this company, Rabina, they are saying that they find these these findings are, they call them staggering, that only 14% of Canadians near retirement have saved enough money. Do, do you find that surprising? I mean, you talk to people all the time who are trying to get ready for retirement, right? I do, and I find it surprising, and I also am shocked by it at the same time uh, because I didn't think it would be that bad, but I knew that things are getting or things are getting worse for Canadians. I mean, it's not just the current economy; it's the fact that so many Canadians work in a in a situation where they have no pension. So it's up yeah. to them to save in their retirement. And, uh, you know, as it is with most of us, with uh, human nature, you, you know, it's difficult sometimes to find the money to save unless you're being forced to or you find other things to do with that money when it adds up to a, 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 a sum. I mean, this is really, um, you know, it's sad for those who are getting close to retirement and thinking I may have to work longer than I wanted to. I may have to scale back on my lifestyle. But it's also a cautionary tale for those who are in their early 20s and 30s, especially uh, to start saving now for retirement, because you will eventually also get there. Yeah, for sure. You start early. This is what I've been trying to tell my kids, you know, start putting even just a little bit of money away when you're young. And get that compound interest working for you. Do you think that this is a bit of a wake-up call for a lot of seniors? If you're getting close to retirement age, maybe, you know, most people maybe have got a little bit of money put away in an RSP. Maybe they don't have a pension, but they've got Canada Pension Plan that they're planning to use. And then they start doing the math as you get closer to the retirement time and going, "Uh uh-oh, wait a second here. The math is not working. I mean, do you ever talk to people who are surprised 
that they're in that spot. They didn't maybe think maybe they didn't think they'd be in that spot, but they are. Yeah, oh, all the time. And uh, a lot of people felt that things would just sort of work themselves out. And I think that this yeah. is, you know, really a, a good way of understanding that it, 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 it does in some ways work itself out, but you have to set it up to work itself out. If you don't save anything, um, you are going to get into a position where you are completely reliant on uh, government benefits like CPP and OAS. And if you think back to when those two benefits were created back in the 60s, they were meant to be sweeteners added on to workplace pensions. They were not meant to be your sole source of income because they're not very much money. It's a few thousand dollars even at the max if you add those both up and that's not enough for most of us to live in any parts of the country where we're seeing rents you know especially in in, in British Columbia you know you can't really rent anything for less than a few thousand dollars uh, especially in the bigger cities and for many that means you know really rethinking what retirement looks like uh, and maybe changing their situation a little bit uh, in order to afford all the things they need. Speaking to Rabina Ahmed Hawk, we're talking about Canadians who are not ready for retirement. This brand new survey out showing just a small percentage of Canadians near retirement age have got enough money saved up. So, how much do you need? Like, I remember years ago there was a, a rule that said, "Well, you should you should try to save up a million dollars for retirement." I don't know a lot of people have saved up a million dollars, but I remember hearing that figure. Like, you need. Do most people need more than that? Well, so it all depends on what you plan on doing. I mean, it's such a it's it's such a um, disservice that we do when we put out these big numbers and say that's what you need to do because it does two things. One, it it it, it dissuades people who just feel like I'm never going to get there, so why even bother? And then secondly, if you've already saved a million, but maybe you live a very lavish lifestyle, you may feel like oh, I could continue. I can start spending now because I've saved enough, but the lifestyle that you want in retirement is going to cost more. So it's really about using a retirement calculator, figuring out what your retirement looks like, and then using how much you have saved to project what you're going to have in your nest egg when you do retire. And then you have to adjust how much you're putting in there. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of seniors or those who are reaching uh, close to 65 have homes uh, that are worth a lot more than what they bought. So, you know, yeah. thinking about downsizing, all of that is going to help you take some equity on your home. I think, uh, you know, this is true for my own family as well, too. It's very hard sometimes for people to sell that family home, but that can be the solution to some of your financial problems. Yeah, I mean, if someone's fortunate enough, if you own if you own a home, yeah, you certainly look at real estate values, how they've gone up here, you're in a pretty good spot in that situation. Like, what would you recommend do people do a reverse mortgage? Are those a good deal? Someone told me a reverse mortgage is a bad deal. Yeah, I, I would agree with them. I mean, a reverse mortgage, uh, you have to be in a very specific situation in order for it to be a good deal. Um, you, you don't want to leave any financial legacy at all uh, because the reverse yeah. mortgage is going to probably eat up most of the money that you have in your home. Um, that you are comfortable with the fact that you are going to be paying higher interest on the money that they are giving you in payments. Um, even though you're not paying that interest, that will be added on when they find when when that house finally um, either sells or you pass away. So they will take that interest at that time. Yeah. So there's a lot of things to consider. I would say getting a home equity line of credit 
and using that as a way to fund some things in your retirement may be a better way to control how much money uh, you have coming in and out. Uh, because there may be times where you don't need all of that money and that you're getting, uh, the, you know, this reverse mortgage and it's money that's just sitting in the bank. Uh, so those are, I, I would say reverse mortgage is one of the la- last options if, if, if it is something that you are considering. Rabina, thank you for coming on today with your thoughts on this. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me.